Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur live video and audio podcast on support leadership. So there's a heck of a lot of books, podcasts, material about leadership and being a leader and how being a leader is the most important thing. Thing is, if everybody in the world was a leader, what would we do? (laughs) You know, um, if everyone in the game of football was a manager, there'd be no players. And I sometimes wonder how people feel who maybe aren't born to be a leader or don't want to be a leader or don't like their face everywhere or don't want everyone following them, don't want the pressure, don't want the responsibility, but they're trying to find their way in the world. And so that's what I want to explore with you on this podcast because I used to see myself as a leader many years ago, you know, when you set up your own business and you're an entrepreneur and, you know, you're building your own portfolio and you're setting up your own business and, you know, you're looking after your own family and you're doing your own marketing and you're you're the manager and you're the... Uh, You're kind of doing everything. And, you know, you feel like the weight of responsibility of everything on you to, you know, you're like the the head of the the tip of the arrow, if you like, the spear. And as I've grown in business and built a team, I've realised that support leadership is something, I don't know if it's a phrase, if it's not, I'm going to coin it, if you like. It's probably more important than leadership itself, because no matter what position you take in your organization or your life, whether it's, you know, you're a leader as a parent, but of course you're supporting your husband or wife. If you're the husband or wife, you're supporting your kids growing up and becoming a great person. So you can't be a leader without being a supporter or a follower, which, you know, I, I don't think being a follower is a bad thing. And I don't think it means you can't have an amazing life. But, you know, it seems like every other book I read or audio I listen to is about being a leader. And I think that's maybe not fair to a lot of people. So before I get into this, I've got ooh, 15 agenda points because I've been thinking about this a lot over the last few weeks. Happy New Year to everyone who's saying Happy New Year. If you're listening or watching and it is already New Year, good luck for the rest of the year. Make sure you're still doing your things, your goals you planned on the first of the month of the year. Say hi. Tell me where you're from. Tell me where you currently are in the world. It's great to you know, have people from 100, it's 159 countries accounted because actually there's about 27,000 subscribers to the Disruptive Entrepreneur where the country can't be tracked. So maybe it's 200 countries, I don't know, but tell me where you're from somewhere in the world. Hi. All right then. So I believe that support is as important in leadership as leadership is in leadership. So some examples might be if, you, if you're a parent, you know the biggest myth that there ever is being a parent. And it's the same, by the way, being a business owner or a perceived leader is, you know, when you find out for the first time you're going to be a parent, you're like, oh, I can't wait to instill the values of me into my child. I can't wait to teach them and bring them up. What a freaking delusion that is, because that's half your job. The other half is to learn from them. They teach you as much about life as you teach them about life. I mean, man, if you've, if you've not got a lot of patience, which I have definitely had to work on over the last six years, you, you'll either learn patience or you'll go crazy. So, you know, you're a supporter 
to your child as well as a teacher or a leader. You know, you're a supporter to your husband or wife or partner or whatever you want to call, whatever you do call them, as you are a leader to them. So, you know, they say, don't they, behind every good man is a good woman. But I don't think that's really the right way of saying it, because, you know, behind every good woman is a good man. So, you know, you could see if we stop looking at, oh, this is the leader and they're all the tribe and the followers. And we start looking at how we're interconnected and how we support each other, support leadership. You know, I think that uh, the great thing about that is there's a lot of leverage in that. Because if you think about it, if you positioned yourself to support great people and those great people are leading in different areas, you really get leverage on them because they're, they're using all their life experience and skills and knowledge. And, you know, they're, they're the innovator and disruptor at the front, if you like. And, you know, you supporting them, you can kind of stand behind them and, you know, like the, the tip of the arrow and get dragged along by them. And... You know, in my years being in partnership with Mark, Mark, I saw you logging in again. Hi, best partner in the world. You know, I guess I used to see our partnership in the early days as me leading here and then him leading there. But now really one of the best leadership roles I think I can bring into the partnership is to make it as easy as possible for him to go and be great at what he does. Now, of course, I'm taking no responsibility of that. He's a great analyzer. He's a great researcher. You know, he's a great deal sourcer, finder. He's, you know, he's got a really good technical, analytical mind. He's great with numbers, figures. He's, he's, you know, he's great with logic, analysis. And he's great at keeping costs down. He's great at all these things. And I just used to think, well, he's great at those things. But now I realise if I can take all the things he doesn't like away from him, if I can, you know, maybe, I don't know, just let him know how good he is, if I can um, just make his space and um, he, all the work in any other areas less for him, he can be a better leader in that area. And sometimes that support is invisible. I'm absolutely OK with that. It's not about going, hey, look what I did for you. Give me credit. Sometimes just making someone feel better. Sometimes just telling someone that you care. I mean, if you think about you letting someone important in your life know that you care about them, what difference that could make. Like if you, I love reading autobiographies, listening to autobiographies, watching documentaries and autobiographies. And, you know, you look at the really successful people. They always remember the people in their journey who did a good deed for them, supported them. You know, maybe an agent who gave them their first shot. You know, or maybe I was just listening to a Joe Rogan podcast and um, Louis Theroux was saying that Michael Moore gave him his first shot. You know, he, he remembers that. So one great deed that you could do for someone else, that's not being a leader in the sort of proverbial that we're loose, used to, you know, where you're sort of innovating, disrupting and you're forging the path. One great deed to someone, one act of kindness, one act of support, one act of lifting someone up, that could be the greatest leadership thing you do. All right, so quick again, check in, say hi, tell me where you're from or where you currently are in the world. Uh, and I'm going to go through the agenda points. So being a, a daddy caddy, so this is like, like, I have two visions and purposes in life. So one vision and purpose is to help create global financial freedom. So it's to help educate and inspire people across the globe from any country and any culture to make more money for themselves and make more money for other people, you know, embrace e economics and the economy and money as a good thing and, 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 and help do that for themselves and others. And then my second purpose in life is to raise two world number one golfers. The male one and the female one. Uh, just so you know, I'm not just a, you know, a one-child father. Ariana's she's good at putting. And, um, you know, I caddy for him. I, uh, it, that's one of my roles. And it's amazing how much difference you can make to a five-year-old golfer. 
So like if you make sure you've got everything in the golf bag, if you carry the golf bag, if you, you know, make him feel good and have a bit of a laugh before the game, if you feed him at the right time, if you, you know, if you prepare well, you get to the course early, you encourage him to go and play with the other kids, even though he doesn't want to play with the other kids. So you kind of, you're pushing them out of their comfort zone, but also allowing them to have fun and do the things that they want to do. I remember Bobby was playing in the World Under Six Championships. He'd only just turned five. He was the youngest player. And the 17th hole, there was a load of water and we played the hole a few times in practice and he'd been getting there with the seven iron and it was a bit of a headwind. And I gave him the seven iron and he hit it and he creamed it and it just literally three inches landed in the water. And it was a bit of a headwind and I should have taken the safe route and given him the five iron. And of course, you know, that cost him two shots and then he had a bad last hole. So it probably cost him four or five shots. I cost my son four or five shots in the world under six championships. I'm sure he's not going to hold that against me. But the point is, you can always get better at being a supporter. And that creates great leaders, which makes you a great leader. Okay, so, you know, I have a fiancé. And I'm very blessed. Love you, Gemma. I'm like, she never watches all this stuff, so I could pretty much say what I want anyway. She'll be uh, getting a good suntan at the moment. We're away in Dubai. And uh, she allows me to be who I am. You know, she never questions who I am or what I'm doing. I'm going to go and do a podcast. I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to write another book. I'm going to get up at 5.30 a.m. You know, we're going to travel around the world. Bobby's going to be world number one golfer. All the random craziness that comes out of my mouth. She's just like, yeah, okay, that's great. We'll do that. Yeah, okay, that's great. We'll do that. And then every now and again, when, you know, I get a bit like this or I get ideas above my station or whatever, she just has this way of just pulling in the reins. And, you know, that's something you could really take for granted with people around you, you know, your team around you. Those people who don't get seen, who don't get noticed, who don't win awards, who don't get lauded. It would be very easy for you to take them for granted. But just them being in your space and allowing you to be you, that's as much a leadership role as any leadership role. And if you can play that role to others around you, you know, your VA, your PA, if, you, if you've got a PA or if you've got an MD, you know, you, you can be a bit deluded in thinking as an entrepreneur, hey, they work for me and I pay them and they're on my payroll and they've got to do what I say. But, you know, that, that attitude is very one dimensional. If you see your job to serve them, to do their job well, then you are being a leader supporting them. And, um, you know, I'm a public speaker. I've done a, nearly a thousand public speeches, what, by the age of sort of 34, 35, before I sort of semi-retired from speaking. And I'm um, having been a speaker for doing a thousand speeches and training speakers, 105 or six professional speakers I've trained. We're all divas. Every speaker you've ever met at some point has become a bit of a diva. You know, now maybe we're not Mariah Carey and we only want blue and M&Ms and a massive entourage and whatever. And sorry, hey, that was just, um, you know, I don't know for sure if Mariah Carey's like that. But, you know, we, 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 you, know we, you don't have to have an entourage and you don't have to have all these riders and, have, you know, flying private jets to be a diva as a speaker. You can just uh, not honour the people that are there to support you. You can, uh, you know, just get your timing wrong and all these things. And um, I've completely lost the thread of what I was going to say. But yeah, so let's get back to this support leadership role. I'm really thinking of writing a book on this because, you know, like, I think there's a lot of pressure in media and society and definitely in the self-help world anyway, you know, the world that we're all in and being an entrepreneur is like, you've got to be this leader. But what, but you know, there must be many more people that are followers and leaders. You know, there are many more caretakers than there are CEOs. There are way more people who are not the public speakers or the podcast show hosts or the celebrities and stars. There's, there's one in a thousand, one in 10,000, one in a hundred thousand of them. But what about everybody else? 
And, um, you know, people have often said to me, well, Rob, you know, not everyone could be a millionaire or a billionaire or an entrepreneur. What about the employees? What about the, you know, the, 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 the people all the way up from the cleaners, the caretakers all the way up? And, and I completely agree with that, that, um, you know, we all have to find our own way. So hmm, have a think about that then. All right, then. So when I started thinking, how can I support my business partner? How can I care for my clients? How can I support my MD? How can I support my PA? How can I support my VA? Rather than me thinking that they work for me, all of a sudden things change. The relationship changed. You know, the relationship got a lot closer. We could be more honest with each other. I also found it seemed to move my ego out the way. Because, you know, when things aren't going right, it's very easy to be defensive and say, yeah, you've got to do that. And, you, you know, if you ever have to play that trump card of I'm the boss, I think you've probably lost a lot of respect. You, you know, you've lost them going over and above because they care about you, because they'll feel manipulated. So, yeah. Um, so Jazz has said all about serving others in a productive way. Marcus said, give the people in your team some time, you know, show them that you care. I completely agree with all of that. All right. So... Front of house staff might not be the founders, but they are the window to your company and culture. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of people in the accounts department, you know, or in the events department. I just want to say if you are in our finance department or our accounts department, you know, you are as much of a leader as myself or Mark or Catherine, who are you know, seen as the leader in our organization, because without without you, you know, we wouldn't be able to go and do what we do. And so in a very much a way, we support you. I really believe if you see yourself as a supporter to your staff, rather than them as a supporter to you, your business will grow. Because if your business relies on you, you know, you've only got 24 hours in a day. There's no leverage in that. You can't do everything all the time. You don't want to take on all the worry, all the responsibility, have all of the ideas. I mean, your ego might because you're the, you know, you've, you know, you've got your name above the door. You're the founder. But actually, if you've got 100 staff and they're all innovative and they're, 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 they're all coming up with all of the ideas and, you know, they're all working sort of 12, 14 hours a day to the mission that you believe in, that you've inspired them and you serve them to do that rather than they serve you to do your role, you've got 100 times more leverage. So, yeah, again, something to think about. So the culture of your organization is not just about what you do and what you say, but it's, you know, you'll know if you deal with companies and, you know, you, you, you have bad customer service or, you, you know, you know sometimes when you go on an airline and maybe it's the more budget airline and you can see that they've got the fake smiles and, you know, you can see that they're, they, are, they don't enjoy their role. They're not paid enough. They're probably not getting treated very well by their bosses. And, you know, that comes through fake smiles. But those people, you know, those air hostesses or hosts, they are the window to the organization. And so if they're allowed to be inspired and have a bit of freedom and have a bit of autonomy and, you know, they feel like a leader, they feel like the ideas that they bring to the company are as, have as much merit as you at the top, then they're going to give a great vibe off about your organization. So in a way, they're the leaders more than you are. So, yeah, you can't manage the first impressions of your organization by the, you know, once you get above four staff, you know, I can't manage the first impressions of people speaking to, you know, the people in our new business team or in our events team or, you know, the people in the progressive community. There's, there's so many of us. All right. So when you go to hospital, who do you remember the most? When you were at school, who do you remember the most? And, uh, you know, I've been in hospital a few times, a bit reckless in my youth. And of course, you know, the nurse that cared for you the most. And when you're at school, the teacher that cared for you the most for you to really be who you wanted to be they are the people that you remember you know I really think it's a great gift as you go through life to support people in their endeavors and do good things for them you're going to be remembered by them that legacy is going to grow on and on and on 
because, you know, way beyond your life, they're going to be telling stories, you know, when they were young and you supported them and, um, you know, how you really influenced and inspired them, you know, much more than any money. But, you know, something I stumbled upon, which I hadn't put on my agenda there, is that if you support 100 staff, then you can, you know, get 100 times more things done in your organisation if you know, everyone was doing the same amount of tasks in the same amount of time than if every 100 people support you to do your job, you know, there's only one of you. So, yeah, something to think about. All right, so that was support leadership. If you've got any ideas, questions, comments, shares about this, this is something I'm, as you can see, it's still a bit nebulous, a couple of the points, you know. That's okay, I'm kind of all right with that. But, you know, this might be one of the books I write this year especially as I just think there must be so many more out of you out there that don't want to be seen in the public eye. And, you know, you, you've got good self-esteem and you don't need it all. You know, you don't need love and adulation from everyone all the time, every five minutes, like us crazy gobby speakers do. So, yeah, um, if you've got any ideas you want to share, join the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community. So just search Disruptive Entrepreneur on Facebook. Do that right now. We, I think we had at peak 360,000 subscribers. Um, yet yeah, not all of you are in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community on Facebook. So join us there. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. And let's see if we can take this somewhere and get more people who are supporters out there believing that they can make a difference in the world. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. So risk making a comment. Risk asking me a question. Risk joining the community. And um, yeah, thanks for everything you do. Uh, see you on the other side.